Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Well, it's uh, girl power in the studio because I've got not one but three ladies in studio with me today. And first of all, I'm going to come back to Emer. Uh, good morning to Emer. Good morning, Alan. Thanks and very much for having us on again. No, you, you, you spoke to me last week and you promised you'd come back in and let us know what happened with the business awards. So before we meet two of the winners, just to explain what, what did actually happen overnight. Well, we had a, a fantastic night last night in uh, the Ferry Carrick Hotel at our first or inaugural Business Awards for Network Wexford. Um, we had uh, a number of applicants. We had 10 applicants. And last night we had three prize winners. Um, and these are going forward to the National Awards for Network Ireland. Uh, so the three prize winners were last night our solo businesswoman of the year, Coloda McComiskey from Spiritual Earth, who's here with us today. Uh, we have the uh, the second winner was the established businesswoman of the year, Roisin Lacey from Acon Enterprises. And uh, Roisin has a big family event this morning with her daughter's graduation. But she is coming in to me tomorrow. Which is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, so then we also have with us our third winner and... Uh, not alone did Lorraine Smith, who's our third winner, who is STEM Professional of the Year from Corporate HSE, not alone did she win a, a local uh, business award, but she actually won an interbranch award. So mm. that meant what does that, that mean? What's an interbranch award? So what happens is if we uh, if we have three or more applicants in a, a category, it is judged as a branch award. But because of the STEM profession, we didn't have three or more the uh, applicants go on to an interbranch award. So they're actually, um, they're pitted against, I suppose, ladies in the in the same category in different branches. So Lorraine came out of not only our branch, but from an interbranch. So we're very yeah. proud of all three. Um, You're all looking remarkably forward. fresh. You must have been on the orange juice last night, were you? Well, do you know what now? We had the most <laughs> fabulous uh, cocktails and mocktails from Wexbury Spirits first, and we had a couple of our glasses of vino, but, you know, I think we're still on a high from the wonderful yeah. energy, enjoyment, and good old-fashioned fun that we had last night. Were there any men around at all last night, or was it all just women? I counted five men. Did you? Yeah, and God loved them. I think they were fantastic because it was absolute girl power all the way last night. And you know, we had Maura Bell, yeah. who everybody knows and loves as her MC, but she made the night, didn't she? Oh my God, she was absolutely wonderful. Oh, that's great. Well, well done. And uh, she's the outgoing mayor now because John Hegarty has just taken up the role as mayor and we'll get a chance to speak to John and, and wish him well and congratulate Maura and her year. Absolutely. And uh, we were we were slagging Maura that it was her first event as a former mayor last <laughs> night so she was crying into her soup. <laughs> <laughs> Coloda, let's talk to me a little bit about your... your. First of all, what does the award mean to you? Um, I'm really honoured. There was a fantastic group of business women there last night and so it was it was really it was an honor to just even participate there and an even bigger one to actually win the award so it means it means it means a huge amount to me and particularly in the first year i think the network have done a phenomenal job of mobilizing so many people um, yeah. and it was it was just great to be part of the whole thing solo business of the year let's talk a little bit about the actual award and the significance of the title going solo being solo no backup 
can it be a lonely existence at times or is it, do you, does it give you a lot of independence? Do you, do you like what you're doing at the moment? I love what I'm doing, but it can be a lonely place. You know, there's a lot of ups and downs. I think running your own business is a bit like climbing a mountain and, um, you know, you need a lot of resilience. There's good times, there's tough times. And sometimes you have to make tough decisions. Um, you have to say no to other things. You miss out on a lot of, you know, normal life stuff as well because yeah. um, you have to be, if, if you have a lot of hats to wear and uh, yeah. that is both a challenge and great fun as well at the same time. You're a well-being specialist. What does that actually mean then? What do you do? So I help people be less stressed, more focused, more happy, help them design a life that works for them in which there's the right balance of achievement and fulfilment. So I work um, with individuals, with entrepreneurs, um, sometimes with schools or NGOs, but mainly in the corporate sector. And I would do anything from helping them develop their strategies. So I do consultancy work around that and then as well deliver different types of wellbeing programs with teams, with team leaders, with management, with different cohorts of staff. You're also a Rotarian and I know you'd like to salute Natasha who has just taken up the mantle as the new president of Rotary, hasn't she? She rammed me the other night up in uh, Nafina Clannard and so she'll have you all fit, all you Rotarians, she'll have you all doing 5k runs now very shortly. I saw her, I saw the pictures, yeah, of yeah. yourselves. Um, uh, yeah, no, it's great that she's taken over and she's full of enthusiasm. She had her assembly there on Monday and she delivered yeah. a great plan for the year ahead. Yeah. And Marie Ling is also coming in um, Emer's sister coming in as, as vice president. So we have a great leadership team in Rotary um, yeah. in the coming year. And work-life balance then, is that literally what you, f- you specialise in? You talk about the people you deal with. A lot of them, I'm sure, work 20, 24 hours a day if they could and take very little sleep. Do you give them an opportunity to get balance in their lives? I, I give them an opportunity to get the balance that suits them. You know, some people work a lot and they're quite happy with that. Um, mm. But some people, they feel a vacuum. You can only... You, you, you know, you can't you can't keep running all the time. You do need breaks. So I help them find yeah. the right balance of breaks, rest, um, de-stressing, all of that. Well done, Lorraine. You're smiling there. <laughs> I get you to come a wee bit closer to that. Hi, Alan. How yeah. are you? So STEM, when I hear STEM... Yeah. Forgive me now, I don't want to digress too much. I think third level facility, I think university, and I think of what uh, Professor Paddy Prendergast has told me that when Wexford finally gets their campus, we're going to have STEM subjects here in Wexford. And it's something that I just, I think we all have a vision for our county, don't we? Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, science and technology and engineering. It's really great. And it's great to see a lot of women now going forward into that area. Uh, previously, it would have been very male based, but now we're really trying to promote women. Hmm. Um, you know, I have a master's of science myself and um, I always, when I I guest lecture sometimes in UCC and when I'm talking to the students, I tell them that um, 90% of coders are male. So the world is being coded around us by from a male perspective. So it's very important to me to yeah. bring young females involved, uh, bring them, get them more involved in technology and science, right. yeah. Just as Colada has just outlined what she does, can you simplify it for us? Yep. What do you do? Because okay. uh, Emer has paid a special tribute to you about the branch, yeah. etc. So just yeah. simplify it for us. Okay. What do you do? I'll give you two examples. Okay, so the first example is um, during COVID, um, we had patients monitored all around the country, in every county in the country, as well as the Iron Ireland's. And w- the way we managed that was we had COVID patients who had mild to moderate symptoms who would normally be in hospital for five days and we had them in their home across the country with um, a 
Bluetooth pulse oximeter that would take their readings mm-hmm. that would then go connect into an app in their phone yeah. and that app would connect into the hospital so a clinician in James's or the matter or whatever would be looking at someone in Wexford and would be able to see their progress and see where they're deteriorating now with Covid like you could become hypoxic um, if your saturation dropped below 92 and but your pulse oximeter would show you if it was mm-hmm. dropping and if it was dropping it would text the doctor the clinician and it would text you to tell you to connect back in with each other so that's the first example and the second example I'll explain to you is um, you know people who've had cancer and have had lymph nodes removed um, the lymphatic system doesn't work the same and they could end up with lymphedemia Mm. so um, one of the things I was sitting at home in the office one day and I said to myself do you know because you know I previously had breast cancer so you talked to me about it didn't you yeah yeah. so I was thinking I was thinking that um, you know a great way to remind me to do my exercises would be to have an app that was gamified that three times a day it would ping me and tell me have you done your exercises and it would track all my exercises on my phone and it would give me videos of the exercises so I got in touch with the lead for lymphedema projects for the HSE and together we put forward a business case for this and then I applied to the Department of Public Expenditure and Reform and I got 43,000 and I'm working on that at present so I'm actually um, doing Relay for Life um, I'm a team captain for Relay for Life so I will be spe- speaking in the survivors tent to get more people involved because I have some people from Wexford yeah. and some people from across the country but I want to get more patients involved so that's the type of thing what I that I yeah. do, it's basically we call it e-enablement so within yeah. the journey, the, the journey for your health, there will be some new technology going in there so that's what I do. And I you're absolutely buzzing, I might as well say this, <laughs> you're buzzing after last night, aren't you? Yeah, I, I was just, it the mock taser? Was it the award? Oh no, it's just it's it's the it's the recognition for people understanding what I do and kind of you know understanding that we're changing, mm. and especially because of the HSE, because people see the HSE as a big ship you know, that's being pushed by a couple of people by hand, like, right? Mm-hmm. But there is areas within the HSE and technology is one of them where we're definitely changing and we have people like uh, Niall Kennedy and Linda O'Leary in Wexford General Hospital who were very involved in this COVID patient monitoring during COVID and they're always at the forefront looking for different ways to do technology and help patients. And, you know, we can actually save, like, the COVID yeah. patient monitoring app saved 20 million for the HSE. And Linda is, is a calming voice, isn't it? I mean, I met her on a couple of occasions. There was a kind of oh, a, yeah. a calming... Yeah. yeah, she's a very... Um, she's very engaged with the staff and staff love her, like, because she's a really, really a very yeah. good person to work with. She yeah. listens. You know, it's very yeah. good when you have someone that you can bring up and you can say, I have this idea... And they just listen to you and say... You, you okay. also keep a very watchful eye in this county of ours. Are you politically motivated? Look, just like Coloda is involved with Rotary, are you politically motivated as well? Well, I'm a member of Amnesty mm. and I'm on the board of Amnesty International Ireland. And I am also um, a member of Sinn Féin. And, um, Would you be thinking local elections this year? I'd consider local elections, but I think that's a process. So I think, um, you know, there is like interviews and things like that. So I would put myself forward. I definitely would consider um, going forward. Like I have a vast experience in human rights, as you know, because I've been on with Ibrahim. We've had Ibrahim in here before and different things I did. So I would definitely be interested in the EU elections, the local elections and the dot. 
Yeah, and I mean, you talked about Maura Bell and uh, Barbara Ann Murphy, uh, Kathleen Cod Nolan, uh, Lisa MacDonald and Mary uh, out in Kilmockridge. If I've left any of them out, it's too few, isn't it? We're coming forward oh. to local elections. Yeah. So much to offer. Uh, 32 or 31 councillors, only five women amongst them. We, we need more women I- in government. Absolutely. Um, 162,000 the last census uh, for Wexford and 52% of that is female. So if you consider that there's only four female councillors, that means that uh, half of the population of Wexford are not being represented by females. Do you know, so like I, if, if you look at you know, um, the world, you know, and the council as a microcosm of what goes on in the world. If there's 52% of different types of people, there should be that representation in politics and there actually isn't at the moment. All right, before I come back to Emer to round things off for the moment, and as I said, we're going to have Roshin in studio tomorrow. Coloda, for you, what's the plan now? Where, where, where next? You've, Lorraine has told me in detail where she plans to go. Where, where do you plan to go? Where, where are you going to take this to the next level? On, onwards and upwards. Well, actually, we have a, a final. Um, we have an interview in Dublin for the National Awards um, on August 16th, and then yeah. September 29th, there's the National Awards Ceremony. Yeah. So I'll, I'll head off to both of them. And then business-wise, um, I am just keep doing more of what I've done. Um, I have um, my mum passed away recently, so that I'm sorry um, to hear that in, yeah. in March. So I suppose um, that um, uh, gives me more time now to, to to focus on the business and to, to yeah. drive the business ahead, which which is um, which, which which is what I'm planning to do and work with more companies um, in Wexford, in the southeast, and maybe even beyond the southeast. Well, congratulations to both of you. So, so I leave the final word to you there, Emer. Uh, wonderful ambassadors, but I'm sure you'd like to salute all those who were nominated and all those who participated. Absolutely. Um, we had our 10 applicants. It was, I suppose, unheard of that we would even have uh, a business awards uh, for our first year um, as a network in Wexford. We're only in existence for six months. So I certainly would call out to any women who are, you know, business leaders or working in a business or if they're self-employed. Um, the energy and the calibre of people that we had at the uh, at the awards ceremony last night, but also as part of our network, you know, we are stronger together as a group, and uh, we would look forward to having more members coming to Network Wexford because you will get so much out of it. Okay, and please do keep us updated, will you? We certainly will. We'd be delighted. Southeast Radio's morning mix: chat, news, and your views.